Welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I'm your host, Derek. Um, actually, 12.31 a.m. on Friday, February 8th, so a bit overnight. And I wanted to just kind of discuss, you know, that difference between calm and anger. Um, it's something that happens with a lot of us, is that we, you know, have times when we're not calm, you know, when we're not happy, when things don't go our way. Um, I've had a bit of that, actually, <laughs> recently, this week, you know, I mean, I won't go into all the details, but, <sighs> yeah, I've just had, like, a lot of, you know, oh, this is not going my way, and what am I going to do, and, you know, stress going on in the head, and... You know, I probably have had not the best reactions to it also. I will go ahead and say that. Um, and it's just something I, th I thought about while I was just out walking the dog now, is that, you know, I don't know if I've ever really had great reactions. Um, no, and, you know, and I'll say, like, they weren't hopefully too horrible. You know, nobody, nobody was killed. Nobody was hurt physically, you know. Hopefully nobody was physically, you know, emotionally or mentally hurt also. You know, I, everyone probably thought I was in a great mood. Just, oh, he flew out of here quickly. Oh, man, I'm so, or, oh, he seems quiet today, but, you know, maybe he's like a little sick or something, you know? <sighs> no, I've had a lot on my mind, you know, and I'm just, and, and I, I, you know, maybe it is the new moon energies and, you know, all sorts of energies out there. And I know a lot of people are into the whole idea of energy having, you know, an effect on us and everything, you know, and as well the charts also have an effect on us. And, you know, where I work is a very busy place, a lot of yelling going on, um, a lot of activity. So, yeah, that's going to, you know, especially if you are, I hate buzzwords, but if you're an empath, you know, if, if you soak in, if you're a human, really, if you soak in energy, but especially if you're a highly sensitive person, you know, and I, I'm not going to, I'll have a whole thing on buzzwords at some point, but yeah, you, you know, if you're the empath type, if you're the highest sensitive type, there's a lot of yelling and light, and, ah, you know, so, yeah, you know, there's like people and streets and blah, you know, yeah, there's like stuff, you know. I'm doing this at night right now because during the day, each day, there's been construction going on at the houses next door on both sides, you know, remodeling, whatever. But it's been loud, yeah. And, you know, I think that, for me at least, um, you know, when it, whenever you have these sorts of, you know, modern inconveniences, you know, these really are the shoes that are untied. You know, this really isn't the broken leg in the race. The broken leg really is your trauma. The shoe untied, you can fix. But for a lot of us, hey, we have been, you know, put into this sort of anxious society. We've become these anxious people. We are anxious people. Um you know, we're conditioned to be anxious, whatever. And it's become this thing of, hey, that shoe untying is a, tra a traumatic thing just because that's going to lead to a broken ankle. 
<laughs> you know, it's like we we see the domino effect of the sky falling. So every time the sky falls, it's bad. Um, and it really does a number on your psyche. You know, I mean, it really can, you know, do something to you there. Um, you know, and I, you know, I'm just sharing, you know, how I am personally. You know, just something that I've noticed in myself as I'm continuing this journey here is that hey, I really don't react and I probably haven't reacted well to these things in the past. Um, I can remember actually one time I was in elementary school and I want to say it was like fourth grade. Um, and they were having kind of a your mama joke lunchtime thing. And I, I, I kind of feel embarrassed all of this, but uh, they're having, you know, your mama jokes or whatever. And I wasn't really listening for the whole conversation because it was at the full lunch table. And if you remember elementary school, you know, you had one big lunch table that your class sat in. And I think you might have sat with, you know, whoever you sat next to in the class anyway, so your teacher kept track of everybody. Eh, whatever. You know, I, I, it's kind of weird because I'm still close with all these people from elementary school. <laughs> it's really kind of a cool thing. You know, it's a joy to live growing up in a small town. Uh, something that I actually cherish and, you know, uh, it, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, um, you know, I remember I'm at this, you know, table, fourth grade or whatever, and I'm just eating my lunch. I don't remember what lunch day it was. It might have been pizza day. It might have not. Might not have. Who knows? Pizza, chicken nuggets, or you got a sandwich from home. I think there was like a slop day or whatever. It was a Mexican pizza also. That was actually a cool day. Um, it's like the round pizza with all the toppings on it. Yeah, that was actually cool. But I'm sitting here at this table, and let's get back to the story. You know, everybody's having to do your mama jokes. And someone looks over at me, and they're like, yeah, Derek, your mom's a, you know, so poor, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Don't even remember the joke. It it really wasn't that funny. And it probably was that your mom's so poor, and my mom was actually that poor, you know. I mean, you know, we actually had roaches with the little roach baby sacks at our house. It was kind of interesting to see the circle of life of roaches while you're trying to swat them away but um you know so yeah it was probably something like that i you know i just did not take it well and of course i didn't really understand they were doing your mama jokes that day so i just turned to them i'm like your mom's a whore went back to my lunch because i didn't take it well and you know just i i thought about that well no like Derek, you really haven't taken anything well, you know. I mean, you can blame it on your Aries nature. Oh, yeah, you know, we're fiery people, whatever. But, yeah, you know, if somebody tells me, you know, that I can't do something, my immediate reaction is to put up a front. If somebody tells me to do something, my immediate reaction is to say no. You know, if my, my immediate reaction is to not pay a bill. And that's, you know, kind of conditioned in, you know, my mom's re immediate reaction was to not pay a bill. That was it. You know, she had three mouths to feed and was like, oh, you know, I only have so much. And what am I going to do? It's kind of weird to think, like, I make more and have less, you know, and owe more, you know, and more going out. Like, 
uh, yeah, it's because, you know, I just, I, I haven't really grasped how to deal very well, you know. Um, it, it's crazy, like, there's this thing, meditation, that, you know, everyone says that we should do, and um, the only times I can ever really get into it is if I put on a sleep meditation, a binaural beat. That I can get into, because I can put that on and focus on listening to that until I drift off to sleep. And then wake up a couple hours later, maybe, and have to turn over and never go back to sleep again. But that's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, I, it's the idea of turning off the brain right now, you know, because... I don't handle things well. So I try to turn off my brain. It's kind of weird, you know. And I, Like I preach doing Qigong, which is like a moving meditation, you know, spiritual practice you can use for healing. I love this, you know, as far as the movements and what it teaches and, you know, what it can do for the body and everything and mind. And it's like the hardest part for me, though, is turning off the brain. Saying, okay, I'm just going to be, in, you know, I'm just going to be in zone and do the movement. You know, the hardest part for me, you know, I love the idea of meditation, by the way, you know, but just sitting, okay, I'm just going to sit here and close my brain. No, my brain, you know, it's, it's like it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. And I've tried, you know, hey, well, you know, they have, there's a pill for that. Yeah, uh, my brain kept going on the pill. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a drug for that. Yeah, my brain keeps going. It does not matter. It, you know, it does not stop. So it's it's always been like this too. You know, um, back then you didn't have pills. You got ass weapons. But the brain still kept going. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> uh, that roach thing does explain why I'm up at late nights usually, also and unable to sleep. But that's you know, hey, the brain's. Keeps going and going. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, the reason why, I don't handle things well. <sighs> you know, I, I thought back actually just recently, um, you know, it's my mom's birthday. Actually, you guys don't know because you're all getting to know me. I'm Derek. But uh, just recently I had my mom's birthday. And, um, the last birthday that I got to, you know, have her around here on this, um, I remember, you know, called her up and everything was great. And, you know, I had made plans, you know, I was going to come back up there where she lived and, you know, we spend that time with her, live there with her and everything and, you know, take care of that, take care of the house there. And it was really a way I thought at the time for me to kind of get away from my life here. Um, and, you know, my thought was even after she passed, I would stay there and continue to get away from my life here because, you know, I, it's something that I've seen where I just needed to take this journey. Um, and I didn't end up obviously staying at that place there, you know, for this journey. But um there was an incident. It was actually, you know, three years ago to the date. Um it was an incident 
where there was a sort of uh, discussion with my sister, and I did not take it that well. You know, I mean, it, and it, it's really weird, you know, and how it all went through. Um, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, like, you know, we were back at, I went back at home for the weekend. Um, a friend arranged to drop some cash for the sale there um, because they had a deal to help out my mom with uh, some of the finances. And, you know, a friend of mine made a very generous donation, you know, into that, um, all cash, actually double what they had raised separately on their donation site. Um, thank you. Out of that, I used $40, <laughs> you know, which I explained, hey, listen, I'm going to use $40, you know, from this, since it's cash. Um, I'm going to grab you some lunch. <laughs> I'm going to grab me some lunch and wait, you grab us both some lunch here, you know, and drive home. Um, and once I get back, you know, I'll have that just to make sure that I get back home safe and can get, you know, extra if needed to make a repair on the car. Because at that time, I was making several trips back and forth, four-hour trips at a time. Um, it was, you know, a bit taxing on the vehicle. Now, granted, this is a vehicle I had basically purchased for the idea of, you know, making these trips is better than the one that I have now, I'd have had before. Um, in all honesty, right now, I really don't need that vehicle other than a planned trip back home at some point maybe other whatevers, but at that time it became very useful to have because I was making, you know, several trips back and forth. Um, so yeah, you know, this was happening, great, cool. Thumbs up for mom, split out, back to St. Pete, get home, okay, great, chill now. Um, and I had another friend who made a Again, a generous offer. He was going to help do some repairs at the home there. Because um, the home wasn't in, you know, the best of condition. And, you know, they, you know, if you need anything great, this person's, you know, making an offer to help us out. Let's take the offer. Um, so I, you know, contacted my sister to, you know, let her know about the friend's offer to help. And... She, you know, in an upset tone, you know, asked me about the, you know, transit, which I told her. Yeah, great. And then it just kind of went weird. Um, yeah, it, it kind of got very weird. And I really wish they had a copy of that, you know, exchange. But, you know, at the same time, I'm probably going to end up, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if you guys need to hear all this. But, yeah, I, I feel like saying it anyway. Yeah, it just really went weird and um, I think that, you know, uh, we both said things obviously that we, you know, at least I would hopefully regret. Um, I remember one thing in particular, um, you know, was, you know, when she mentioned this, you know, the whole thing and you know, her thought was, you know, she had been building some anger for a while, actually, and it kind of exploded out. Um, 
through this here. It was like, how dare you make the assumption of what to do with any of this? I already had plans, blah, blah, blah. You should do this. You should do that. You know, if there's an issue with your vehicle, you know, then that's your concern. You know, it's, and I'm like, okay, well, so before <laughs> a couple hours ago, you didn't have any of this. It, this is my response. Like, hey, before a couple hours ago, you didn't have any of this. Now you've, you know, more than doubled what you did raise before, you know, um, even minus $40 for the meal and a check your tires on the way home. <laughs> You know, right? Um, <laughs> like, and you know, this 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 is actually what I regret saying to her here, because I really we'll have a whole discussion about this also. But my exact words, I remember, Negro, are you crazy? Seventeen, seventeen. Negro, are you crazy? Those are my exact words. And <sighs> actually, I think it how it went was Negro, is you crazy? And then she said, "What?" And I said, "Wait, Negro, are you crazy?" I should at least use proper English if I'm going to use that word. Yes, that's how it went. Um, and I, um, yeah, that I regret. And, you know, I, I do actually regret also, like, hey, right, you know, I said, awesome, I, you know, I've helped you out in the past, I've helped, you know, the family members out in the past, and, you know, don't jump down my throat for offering to help you now, you know, of course I'm going to come drop everything and want to come help my family, you know, and fight for doing anything in my power to do that. Um, yeah, but you know, at the same, you know, at the same time, um, you know, I think that that was a lot of me, one, not really handling, you know, the impending death of my mom well, but also not handling her reaction, you know, to the situation well. Um, you know, and, and as I said, this is something I've just kind of thought of recently, you know, I've thought of in the relationship with her, you know, over this time, over these months, years, um, you know, even like, you know, in our conversations that we've had, I, you know, they haven't really gone well. Um, yeah, and if I've tried, hey, but they have not ended well. Um, we had one, you know, we, we've had a few, and they have not ended well. And that's just something that, you know, I regret. You know, I don't want to say I regret, but I just don't like in my life. Um, and, you know, these haven't really been situations where, you know, I feel I've done anything bad. But I, it's one of these things where I think we kick ourselves. You know, if if you're anyone like me, you know, and I hate bearing with all of all this, but, you know, we kick ourselves if, you know, the conversation does not go perfectly. We end up replaying these things over and over in our heads. 
Um, and I can go through several conversations I've had with her even since then. And, you know, hey, I didn't really take that well. Um, I didn't really handle that well. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really focus that well. I, you know, a lot of times we're kind of baited into anger, I think. Um, yeah, it'd be an anger pit, to be an anger pool out there, a devil if you want to call it. Um, and you can notice that conversation. You can notice how it's going to go, and you can notice where the anger is coming from. And you know, so sometimes that's within you, and it's just like I gotta be angry at something. And sometimes that's you know within another person. And it's like they're like, and you just happen to walk by. So you're the target. And I, you know, I don't know which one it is for you, if you are the target or if you are the holder. You know, I would hope you don't be the you know, don't try to hold on to anger forever. Anger is a good gift. Anger is a gift. Raging Machine was right about that. Anger is a gift. But it's a gift that you have to keep in a little box and keep a little bow on, you know, use only as directed. <laughs> um... You know, because, yeah, it, it's weird, you know, and it's very weird how we can get around some things and some people and, you know, they will honestly sink us down a bit. You know, they will honestly sink our vibration a bit. They will honestly, you know, put us in a state of just, um, I had an experience actually, I'll call it earlier this morning, even though it was technically yesterday. Um, I went to visit a friend's house and, you know, just knowing the friend, you know, and this is a friend that, you know, I make a point to try to drop in on every once in a while just to see, you know, make sure he's okay and all that. And I could just tell today was like a no. I mean, he's complaining about the dog, you know, it's like, oh, the dog has fleas and the dog's eyes look bad, you know, it's my dog probably had whatever in his eyes but you know this was like even worse and it was like oh you know and he's you know complaining about this complaining about you know he's complaining to everyone he's you know like anyone who's you know around him is just complain 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 and i had happened to see him you know as people were leaving you know so i was like all right i guess i can sit down for a second and have a little conversation you know check up on you see how you're doing and the moment that it was just, you know, us, you know, all right, you and I are going to talk. Well, here comes the complaints for me. You know, and just that sort of, you know, energy is, uh, it, it is so harmful for us. And, you know, I think that I, I can remember, like, you know, it's just one of those things. I can remember I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, you know, once it actually did turn towards me, and I was like, okay, Derek, it's your turn. Now we're going to have an argument. And I'm like, no, we're not going to have an argument. Yes, we're going to have an argument. No, we're not going to have an argument. Yes, we're going to have an argument. No, can you notice, by the way, that my voice is kind of going up as I tell this story and I'm actually like going back and forth with myself in the mirror to make it seem like, but I'm like, no, I'm telling him, no, we're not going to have an argument. Yes, 
And this is his voice, by the way, except his voice is more guyish. So I was like, yes, we're going to have an argument. No, dude, we're not going to have an argument. Yes, not only are we going to have an argument, but I'm going to turn up the music louder so that we're forced to talk louder. Okay, dude, well, if you're going to do this, I'm going to leave because I'm not in the mood to have an argument. And I just had to get up and leave because I'm not in the mood to have an argument. But this is what we've become. Is we've become these people who want to have arguments. We've become these people who want to, you know, see the bad, and hear the bad, and argue about the bad. Um, you know, I, I know people, their idea of news includes four people sitting somewhere arguing. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Their idea of information includes three people sitting somewhere arguing. No, no, no. Arguing is not how you learn. Yeah. I, and there's, you know, and there are things. Yes, you know, you, you should fight for what you love. You should fight for what you believe in. Um, but there's more than one way to fight. And you know, fighting with. You know, yes, you have a voice. Fight with that voice. But there's more than one way to use that voice to fight. Okay. When you say things and you, you know, blow up, blow off. And, you know, I'm looking at myself right now as I say this. When you blow up, when you blow off, when you say things, it it doesn't really help. It's just pent up. Rah. It's frustration, you know. Um and I know, yeah, that same lunch table, you sat there and, you know, the kids were like, Derek, we can never tell when you're upset because you're always smiling. You always seem happy. And it's probably because, okay, you're just programmed to smile and be happy. And, you know, you should just be happy. So if you're unhappy, yes, let people know you're unhappy. But do it with that same magically good tone that you have. They will listen to you if you let them know that you're unhappy without blowing up at them. You do not have to destroy the world in order to change it. You do not have to destroy the world in order to change it. People will still listen to you with a normal voice. Learn. And that's pretty powerful. Like, you know, I don't know if anyone else does this whole mirror thing whenever they kind of talk to themselves or whatever, but it's, it's a pretty powerful trick. So, um, you know, I'll leave that with you all there. So, Derek with Shamanic Innovations, and uh, got this back. <laughs>